0: Welcome back to the Master Your Mindset podcast with your host Isis Foster. This is your go-to destination for all things mind-bending and empowering. So get ready to dive into the world of mindset mastery with insights, tips, and a lot of vulnerable stories. Join us as we unravel the secrets to smashing limitations, conquering challenges, and living your best life ever. Get ready to laugh, learn, and level up your mindset today. And if you haven't already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. And be sure to tag us on Instagram at Official Mindset Coach so that we can celebrate your journey. Now, let's get to it. Hey, girlies. I am so excited for this week's episode because. I felt like the past couple of weeks have been a little bit weird. I don't know if anyone has felt the same way. Coming out of January, everyone had the January blues. Going into February, I felt a lot clearer. But then halfway through, I kind of had January blues in February. It was kind of weird. I think it's the weather. Genuinely, I think I need some sunshine and I need to get away from all these gloomy skies. I'm looking outside now and it looks like it's the middle of winter. It's absolutely crazy. But I hope that this podcast episode shares with you a little bit of brightness if it's a gloomy day that you're listening to this on because this is one that's going to be all about love, friendships, relationships, growing and just embracing where you are right now wherever you are in your journey because I honestly feel so lucky to still be surrounded by so many people that I was friends with as a child and even growing up into my teenage years. And I know how rare that is. I know that it is an absolute blessing to still be friends with so many people that you grew up with, especially from such a young age. It is very rare that you will still have the friendship group that you had when you were in nursery or the friendship group that you still, that you had when you were in school. I count my blessings every day that I am still able to call a lot of those people my friends. But I know for the majority of people, That isn't the case. So on this episode, I really want to highlight normalising outgrowing people and highlight that it's okay to start again and you are going to outgrow people in life. Your priorities are going to change and relationships and locations and so many things about your life will change because that is just being part human, being part human like we're half something else, but we are all human and part of being human is that we are able to change and we're able to go in different directions to the people around us. So let's start right at the beginning and let's begin with childhood friendships. I actually pulled out a picture of myself when I was in primary school and it's crazy how many people you actually can still remember even if it's just their faces, like, do you remember on like a school photo where you would have the photo at the top and then underneath it would have everybody's name as to where they were sat in the photo. And just by looking at the photo, like I hadn't even looked at people's names at this point, but looking at the photo, like these people's faces just seemed so familiar. And it's crazy to think now that if those people were to walk past me in the street, their face shape would have changed so much. Like I'm talking about when we were in year one. So that's five, six years old to now where I am, I'm 31. Like I don't think I would remember or even recognize a lot of these people's faces if they were to pass me in the street or walk past me in a coffee shop. It's so crazy. So I was looking at this photo and I was like, this is bringing back so many memories and I feel so lucky that I was able to pick out like my my five best friends now I went to school with and looking at this photo I was like that's that person that's that person and I felt so blessed to be able to do that because I know that isn't the case for so many people. So growing up I think a lot of our childhood friendships come from people that maybe our parents are friends with. I don't know about you guys but I did so many clubs when I was younger. My sister and I were put into literally every single extracurricular club possible out there. So we gained a lot of friends through doing that. And then when parents are watching their children at clubs, they usually talk to other parents. And then you have play dates. And then friendships usually grow from your parents and then with the people that they introduce you to. So we were really able to just create solid friendships because our parents were friends with the other children's parents and we would have so many playdates and sleepovers and loads of parties and stuff like that. So growing up, I think your friendships are kind of forced upon you because of the people that you are surrounded with. Even if you didn't like those people, if if your parents became friends with their parents, you were almost forced to become friends with those people. So... I think, yeah, growing up, childhood friendships are so important, because they are your initial friendships, which teach you how to be friends with someone. Because unless you've got a sibling, you don't really know how to share things. You don't know how to communicate with people. You don't know how to take it in turns to play with things. So I think those initial friendships are so important and they build the foundations for any sort of friendship or relationship that you are going to have in the future. So a lot of our friendships that come from childhood are either from school or maybe they might be your next door neighbours or like I said, they could be friends with your parents and the children of those people. So those relationships are so, so important because they literally build the foundations for everything that we are going to take on in later life. And then as life goes on and time passes, does anyone else remember going into secondary school and thinking, this is crazy. Like I've literally just spent eight years of my life from nursery all the way up to year six with one group of people. And then for myself, for example, I went to an all-girls school. So that wiped out half of the people that I went to primary school with. because I went to a mixed primary school and then to an all-girls secondary school. So That whole environment was mind-boggling. I was used to being with both sexes and then only being with one sex in secondary school was crazy to me. And then there was only a handful of girls that actually came to the secondary school with me. So it was getting to know not only a new environment, but also a whole new surrounding, like all the people. And the whole atmosphere around me changed. The whole setup, I found that there was it was a lot of a slower atmosphere I was going to say I think when you're in a mixed environment if anyone else relates to this then please do let me know in the comments or tag me on Instagram at official mindset coach and tell me about your experience because in primary school where there was boys as well it the atmosphere was so fast paced. Like I remember at play times, the boys would be outside playing football, or playing a sport, and the girls would literally just be like sat on the climbing frame chatting. And I know that sounds so gender split, but that genuinely, it was what it was like. I remember there was actually a few girls that would go and play football at lunchtime. But other than that, there was a huge divide. So going from seeing the boys playing football and like being really sporty to then going to secondary school and... As you get older as well, because going in secondary school, you become a teenager, everyone's just a lot calmer, I felt. Like, kids have so much energy, as in, like, they can run around from the first thing in the morning to the last thing at night. Whereas in secondary school, you become a teenager, you want to do less physical things, and lunchtimes and break times were pretty much sat in either the gym or the dining hall, and you just sit and eat your lunch and talk, which was so different to what I was used to in primary school so I think as you get older your priorities change and things that you enjoy change and with that comes outgrowing people because as humans we are all programmed to change there is no way you're going to have the same mentality when you were five as you would when you were 13 because things that you enjoy things that you like to do people that you like to hang around with topics that you like to talk about will all change. So it's absolutely impossible to say that you are going to have the same things in common with the people you went to primary school as the people you went to secondary school because having a different environment and atmosphere and surroundings around you takes a huge toll on what you believe to like. So how do we remain friends with people that we're so different from? And this is the question that I get asked so much and if there was one solid answer for this honestly I would be a millionaire by now because it would mean that the whole world would get on and you would never ever lose friends but the reality is there is no one answer for this and like I said I feel so fortunate to still be friends with a lot of people that I went to primary school with there's actually three girls that I have been friends with since I was about four years old and the reason being is that our parents were really close we basically grew up my sister and I with these other three girls so every Friday night when me and my sister would go swimming (laughs) these three girls would actually come and watch us swim and then we'd have a sleepover after And we basically spent every single weekend together and we had a Galentine's celebration last weekend with these girls and we were like reminiscent on so many different memories about our childhood and it's so incredible that you can do that because there were stories that they were telling me which I had completely forgotten and it wasn't until they brought them up that it kind of sparked something inside my brain and I was like that is crazy like you remember such different things to me or even if we're talking about the same situation they remembered it in a very different way to how I did and I just think that is so beautiful as a human our brains being able to work in different ways but still collectively being able to remember the same memory so as time passes of course there's like an underlining pressure of still becoming stay in friends with people that you've known for a long time but I do truly believe in effort from both parties and it's really sad to see that sometimes there's people who want to stay friends with someone so they're putting in all the effort and you can really see that the other person isn't and those friendships I firmly believe should be cut because a friendship should be 50% one person and 50% the other person and let's be real it's not always going to be 50% but if there's Effort from both parties to keep that friendship alive, no matter where you live or no matter what your life looks like, if you still want to have somebody in your life, then you both should be putting in the effort to keep that person there. And obviously, as time passes, the lower the effort that's being put in, the more you're going to drift from that person and the less of a priority that friendship is to you. And I know going into adulthood and having a baby, and having a really full-on job, and just life in general as an adult, it can be so hard to actually make time for these friends, but it can be something as simple as sending your friend a quote, I have a friend who has been my friend since I was, I would say about 16, 17, so just under half my life, and this friend is so bad with her phone, like so, so bad with her phone. But I know that if I needed her for anything, she would be there in a heartbeat. And I think when you become okay with accepting people as they are, rather than trying to change them for who you want them to be, everything becomes a lot easier. Because there was a time when I used to get really upset if she wouldn't message me back, especially if we had plans. Like, she is that person who, if We make plans for a day, it will go into her diary and I know it's there, but I will not hear from her until the morning of the day of the date and it used to make me feel a bit anxious and it used to make me feel like, okay, well, if she cancels, what am I going to do because my plans are with her for today? However, I have come to terms because it's been her, that's just her and I know that's what she's like and because it's been such a long amount of time that I've seen her in that way... It's almost become the norm, because if I still stressed about the fact that she takes ages to reply to messages, or she never picks up the phone, we probably wouldn't be still friends. So I think if you just become okay with accepting people for who they are, and not trying to put your values and beliefs on people. Friendships just become a lot easier. She is that person who won't respond to you via WhatsApp or a message when you're asking her a question, but she'll send you like a million memes on Instagram. If anyone else has got friends like that, please do let me know because it is so okay. And as long as I know that she's alive and she's not in a bush somewhere, then I know that that's okay. And that's just her way. Sometimes it can be so overwhelming to keep on top of messages, phone calls, WhatsApps. And then on top of that, all the social media platforms. And I would like to say I'm quite an organized person. I'm very much someone who likes to clear all their notifications. So if I see a message, I have to reply to it in that moment. Otherwise, it's just never going to get replied to and I'm going to forget. Whereas my friend she's very okay with keeping all of her messages and then doing like a massive dump at the end of the week, I'm sure of it, because I don't hear from her for, I, I think the longest I didn't hear from her was a month. And I was like, are you okay? Because I have not heard from you. And then she went mad on Instagram and sent me a thousand memes about how much she loves me and appreciates me as a best friend. So if you've got friends like that, I'm here to tell you that that's okay and just love them from where they are because the worst thing you could do to someone is try to change their morals and values to suit you. Just know that they're okay and that's their way of showing love to you. As life goes on, of course the inevitable is going to happen. Priorities shift, people change where they live, relationships change, people start having babies and all of this can be so overwhelming if you have relied solely on happiness from those people around you, from your friendships or from relationships or from people you see every day, this might not even be a friendship. This could literally be someone you've you sat next to in an office at work for the last decade and all of a sudden they've told you that they're going to go on maternity leave or they're going to change locations or they're moving countries, whatever it is. Your daily surroundings are so comfortable that when something changes in them, you can almost feel like your whole world is shifted and you can feel a bit lost. So how do you deal with that? How do you let go of a friendship which isn't serving you anymore or one that doesn't make you happy or one where you feel like you're putting in more effort than the other person? I'm going to share with you four things which have helped me overcome that barrier of letting a friendship go in the past. And believe me, it's not easy, especially when you've been friends with someone for so long. And I would say sometimes the easiest thing to go do is to let it naturally slip away. Unless there has been a huge blow up, you've had an argument or they've reacted in a way which doesn't align with you, then these are things which you can put in place to help you get over that friendship and help you see that there is an opportunity to blossom into something more than what you thought that friendship was. So the first thing is that people do change and that's normal. You can't blame anyone for wanting to change. And the more pressure you put on someone to stay the same way, I promise you now, the more they will want to resist that and show you that that isn't who they am, and they want to go the opposite way, and be whoever they want to be, and that's what life is all about, so don't take it personally, this is nothing to do with you, and everything to do with them, so create some kind of closure for yourself, whatever it is that you need to tell yourself to help you get over this, tell yourself that, because most of the time when a friendship ends, or a friendship slips away, you'll never really get that closure, sometimes I will sit there and I'll think what happened to that person like I just stopped talking to them and they stopped talking to me and I haven't spoken spoken to them in ages but then I know if I send that person a message they will pop up so it's a a case about never speaking to that person again but being okay with having smaller time frames in which you do communicate with them so whatever you need to do to create that closure if it's sending them a message, send them a message. If it's picking up the phone and quickly ringing them and just saying like, I just wanted to check on you and see how you were, then please go and do that. Because the more closure you can have on situations, the easier it will be for you to progress onto the next stage of your life. And a lot of people don't necessarily have a problem with you or the friendship, but people are just busy. So let them be busy with living their life and just show them that you can love them from afar, let them go and do whatever they want to do, but occasionally maybe check up on them or be like my friend and send them something on Instagram which reminds you of them or shows them that you love them. Whatever it is, just keep loving them because the more love that you can keep within yourself, the greater and happier your life will be. The worst thing you can do is to start hating on someone because a friendship has naturally ended nobody benefits from that and that is so much negative energy which you do not need to hold within yourself and my fourth tip and this is one which I think you could use in any situation whether it's a friendship a relationship or like I said someone you might sit next to at work focus on something new a distraction is so good because I know this saying is so cliche, like honestly, so cliche, but it is really true that time is the best healer and something which broke your heart a year ago, after a year, your heart doesn't feel as broken anymore and you're able to remember all the good times and happy memories from that experience. So focus on something that excites you, whether that be starting a YouTube channel or beginning a podcast or taking up a new hobby. Maybe you want to start pole dancing. Maybe you want to go to a Zumba class, whatever it is, do something for yourself because you will feel so much better. And for people who are in a position now where they're like, okay, so you've told me how friendships outgrow themselves. And you've told me that Having childhood friends are amazing, but you might not see them all the time. And now I'm stuck in a position where I don't really have that many friends. Where on earth do I find friends? And as an adult, I get that finding friends can be tricky, but just look around. There are so many people around you every single day, whether it's people you work with. And if you work in a setting where you're fortunate enough to have a lot of people, then create social events in those spaces go for those after work drinks create social events with your workmates whatever it is if you work in an office setting for example say to someone you sit next to should we go and grab a coffee or would you fancy a drink after work today whatever it is if you're lucky enough to be around people at your work then utilize that if you're in a relationship And maybe you're struggling to make your own friends because you spend so much time with your partner. Does your partner have friends who you can become friends with? Because this is one of the healthiest things you can do if you're in a relationship is to surround yourself with the people that your partner loves. Because then you get more of an insight into who they are as a person. And I know for me personally, my partner spends a lot of time with my friends because she actually enjoys their company, which is so good because it's literally killing two birds with one stone it's spending time with your partner but also spending time with your friends and I think a lot of people in relationships especially new relationships it's so easy to to seclude yourself from those people around you because all you want to do is spend time with that person right we've all been there but you will get to a point where your friends will be like come on, like, I haven't seen you in ages. And the worst thing you can do in a relationship is to seclude yourself from everybody that you have been friends with up until that point. So make sure that if you are in a relationship, plan things with your friends and bring your partner along, why not? Find people with similar interests to you. They say opposites attract, but as I've got older, I firmly believe that people who share a similar interest to you, life is just so much easier with them. If you enjoy eating healthily, why don't you go to a cooking class or look on social media for people who also enjoy healthy cooking, and then maybe you can do that cooking class together. If you enjoy working out, go to the gym, maybe do a workout together. Whatever it is, I promise you there's somebody out there who enjoys the same things as you, or even not the same things, but maybe very similar things where you can meet up, get to know somebody else. And whilst you're getting to know somebody else, you're doing something that you love as well. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you've enjoyed or taken any value from what I've shared with you today, please feel free to share on Instagram and tag official mindset coach. Remember your mindset is your superpower. So keep it positive, keep it strong and keep conquering new heights until next time. Stay amazing and keep mastering your mindset.